Welcome to the Geniuses of Copywriting Podcast, a peek into the minds and strategies of the world's greatest copywriters, marketers, and persuasion experts. And now, here's your host, Brian Cassangina. Hi guys, welcome to the call. I'm really excited to have my good friend, uh, uh, Laurie Morgan on the call today. So thanks for joining us, Laurie. How are you, how are you today? I'm great. Thank you for being patient with my internet connection. <laughs> That's fine, yeah. <laughs> I thought all you Americans had awesome internet connections. <laughs> I know. Not, not in the country, I guess. <laughs> That's all right. Um, uh, you're worth the wait, so um, uh, let's, let's dive right in because I'm really interested in about uh, uh, your story and where, and where you came from, how you came to become a, a copywriter. Cool. Well, um, I didn't... I didn't know what a copywriter was, honestly, when I was, you know, growing up. I didn't know you could make money doing this. So I, I kind of fell into it. It's, I'm curious to talk to you, too, at, at some point about your story. But most of yeah. the, the copywriters I know in who've been around for, you know, over a decade, they kind of, they all kind of fell into it, which was really interesting. Now I think there are copywriters who follow a specific path. But for me, I actually wanted to be an actress. And... I, my parents were like, um, you're not studying acting in college. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So I studied journalism, and I have a journalism degree. And as soon as I graduated, I came to California to be an actress. <laughs> <laughs> so take that, parents. Yeah. Um, but it turns out I suck as an actor, so that was okay. <laughs> well, I find that hard to believe. <laughs> I do. I really do. <laughs> I do. I certainly wasn't as good as I thought I was, that's for sure. I was kind of waiting to be discovered and um, instead I was a really, really good waitress. <laughs> and that's where I met my, uh, my first husband where I, I had two kids. And then when I had kids, I was like, whoa, this is better than anything I've ever done in my life. Mm. And that was like, I felt like I found my purpose and all I wanted to do was just be a great mom and yeah. I get to stay at home with them and, you know, do finger painting and go to museums. It was wonderful. And then I ended up getting divorced, and then I had to get a job, which really yeah. sucked. Yeah, so, um, and still no, no copywriting, though, still, mm -hmm. mind you. So I have a journalism degree. I don't really have any work experience except waitressing. So I decided to be a, an executive assistant, and I was um, – I kind of was really good – I'm a good talker. I, I was able to talk my way into being, like, the top-level – a executive assistant to the CEO of a marketing firm. Uh -huh. So it was, it was like a pretty big deal. And I was his assistant for a few years. And then, um, God, I missed my kids. I missed them so badly because, you know, it's, when you work away from home, you're gone a long time. And it was just very different from yeah, the, yeah. the early years. So the whole time I'm at work, I'm thinking, how do I – figure out how to make money from home and that was also about the same time the internet started becoming you know a, a concern yeah. or, or something that you know you could actually work from almost anywhere i mean we're talking from across continents it's amazing that how far it's come even sure. but so this is in the the 90s the late 90s my boss retires yeah. and so i just decided to not get another job mm. i was like i i can write from home right because People send documents through the internet. Somehow I'm going to make this work. Yeah. And so I started kind of 
I still not a copywriter, still didn't know what a copywriter was. So I was writing press releases. I was doing people's admin like as a virtual assistant. I was doing you know website stuff, which was copy, but I didn't really know direct response at that point. And so then I got a client who wanted me to write a 52 autoresponder series. And I'm like, what's an autoresponder? <laughs> and and he showed me. Um, he told me, he gave me some examples and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. And he showed me some pages, a long sales copy of uh, Dan Kennedy and Gary Halbert. And I'm like, what are you talking about? This is, what, where has this been all my life? Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely fell in love with it. And this is like the early 2000s. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be the best there is. How am I going to do that? Because back then... Um, there wasn't the kind of access to training that you have now, mm. so, right? I mean, you could be in an agency and be copy cubbed or copy, you know, copy cheap, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But unless you kind of knew the ropes, you really kind of didn't get in it. Mm. So I started going to marketing events. And that's where I actually built a lot of my networking, a lot of my foundation. Um, that's where I, I met... Uh, Gary Halbert and yeah. John Carlton at the same event. Whoa, like major fangirl moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really. And so, um, and one thing I have to say, it, even though I am, it's not that I'm shy, but I'm kind of introverted. As, I've been talking with other copywriters about this too. Like we do a lot of work by ourselves. And so when you get around a lot of people's energy, it can be really draining, right? Yeah. You feel like, ah, oh, does that happen yeah. to you? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. yeah. So I am able, I, I've always been able to just be fearless and walk up to anybody and talk to them and start up a conversation. So I, I had no problem like walking up to Gary, walking up to John and, and starting conversations. And I ended up, um, I ended up hiring John, not right away because I was broke. Yeah. And I, but I had a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up hiring. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I hired John Carlton to be my mentor. And this was back in the day when he had limitless email. You could email him as many times as you wanted, and he would get back to you when, nice. when it was convenient. Yeah, it was yeah. great. And he was almost always getting back to you like right away. And it was it was amazing. It was really great. He said that Harlan Kilstein killed that program because <laughs> so <it's Holland's> <laughs> he took advantage of it. Interesting. So, right? So that program is gone. But um, I started going to events of his. He would invite me as the female perspective. So I got to start going as a guest expert. Um, he's super funny, too. I love just hanging out with him and through going to his events and, and working with him, I got to meet a lot of other copywriters and just kind of, you know, just kind of spread yeah. uh, that. So that's how I got into that circle. And we're still, you know, we're still close. He's my favorite mentor. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Gary, of course, is Gary. Gary Halbert is, you know, in incredible. Yeah, yeah. I also was able to study with Dan Kennedy. Uh, he had a 13 person boot camp for copywriting in his, his um, hometown, like outside of Cleveland, in the middle of nowhere, in January. Nobody goes, you it know, to. It's cold, yeah. It's freezing. 
but you do it for Dan, right? Yeah. It, it was amazing. Just three days with with his wisdom. So yeah. I I had some really good uh, background, some really good instruction. I'm I'm very blessed that way. Yeah, yeah, um, and and that's something that I find is is really key. You know, to get that kind of training. Um, uh, it wasn't really until I got my own mentors, like uh, um, my my uh, um, main one uh, who I've studied with in person was uh, Trevor Tokaka Cook, you know, a fellow um, Aussie copywriter who's he's written stuff for Ed Dahl and Frank Kern, and and um, that's when that was when things really started moving for me as well. Right, I think it does. It, it just there's something about having like a almost you know a big brother or somebody who's yeah, there yeah. to show you how to navigate it's because it's kind of a sticky business yeah yeah i think that's what uh, you know happens with uh, uh, a lot of new people coming into the industry you know there's so much especially now with uh, with all the information that is available like like uh, um uh, even when i started it, uh 15 odd years ago there wasn't all that much around there was there was it's starting to come into the age of where you could get uh, different copywriting courses. My first one was uh, um, a, a box I got by mail order and we had uh, um, uh, videotapes and cassette tapes in it and one yeah. had one CD. <laughs> and um, yeah. so that's how long I've been doing this. But uh, um, <clears throat> even back then, there wasn't so much around, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, one of the important things, I guess, is probably uh, Facebook wasn't around, so there was no, there was no, none of these instant Facebook experts. Oh you know, yeah, talking about their their uh, amazing um, their uh, amazing copywriting skills after reading one book. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a completely different scene now. It is a different scene. It definitely is. I think it's really important though to um, to be part of like to go to live events and to actually see oh, people. Yeah. Yeah. In person, like we were really lucky to be able to like have have lunch together, right? I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. That was great. It was great, but it's just <laughs> making making those kinds of connections really um, makes all the difference. And I think that's one of the reasons I was able to forge a friendship and, and a mentorship with uh, John Carlton was because we were mm. in the mm. room together. And uh, I just think that's it's really important. And um, I I think right now. One of the, I wish this was around when I was starting out, but um, Copy Chief, Kevin Rogers Copy Chief is probably the best launching ground that I've seen for, um, for copywriters. It's got yeah. leads, they have freelance advice, they kind of incubate you. I think it's, it's a really wonderful program. Kevin put together a great program. And what's kind of funny is, there's a, there's a handful of, of copywriters. I'm one of them with John Carlton and Kevin Rogers and Harlan and a, a bunch of people, David Garfinkel, a, a, a ton of people that you would know their names. Yeah. And we, we talk, you know, we email back and forth and give each other advice and whatnot. And Kevin said he wanted to start Copy Chief a few years ago. And we're like, oh, stupid idea. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out to really be the the gold standard of of what there is so if i think if people are starting out now that that's a really great place to go that's mm. um very accepting and it's not like a sales page for them but i, but I mean really yeah. they are 
Yeah, yeah. what's your affiliate <laughs> My affiliate number is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah, um, Kevin's someone I want to talk to as, as well. He's uh, he's uh, one of the guys who I met in Orlando last year, and he's really sharp. So uh, I know yes. a few people in that. I know a few people in that program. So um, uh, yeah. So um, well, but you probably but, don't need it now. You, you're <laughs> you're the big guy. Uh, well, I, don't know, I don't know about that, but um, uh, let's get back to you. This is a, this is about to you. So let's let's let, let's stop advertising uh, Kevin Rogers for the moment. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, deal. Uh, let's start advertising Lo Morgan. So uh, I want to come back to your um, your uh, acting days, your Hollywood days, because that's really uh, really a good point of interest. Because I think that um, that uh, um, you know that that whole thing with uh, uh, the whole scene, the the uh, the the ability to to put on that persona is is very important in marketing. So how how did it affect uh, uh, you as a copywriter or your experience in that? Well, you know there there are actually a lot of correlations between acting and copywriting, which I think is one of the reasons I fell in love with it so yeah. so hard because it, there's you definitely have to have a lot of empathy. For your character, when you're acting, you have to um, to get into their their shoes, right? You have to do deep background research and think of their stories. And it's interesting. One of the things that I did when I was learning copywriting from it kind of here's how I learned copywriting. I saw sales letters like Dan Kennedy's, like Gary Halbert's, and I would copy them by hand until you start seeing a pattern emerge. And it's sort of like the skeleton of what the copy is. And then you just, it's like, oh wow, okay, so this comes first and then this, and it's like a, yeah. like a rhythm, yeah. like a cadence. So that, that's how I started it. And one of the things that I realized was it's, it's a one-to-one -one relationship with copy and the reader. So there's me, the copywriter, and then there's you, the reader, and it's it's a connection so i needed to know a lot about who my reader was and and who was the ideal client if you will so what i did was i called them i i thought i made this up this is kind of funny because it shows you how gullible i am or how naive i am <laughs> i thought i made up um avatars now I, I didn't call it an avatar i called it a target so yeah. you have your target and your market so you have this big target market this mob of people that you want to sell to and then you take a single person out, and I called it a target, um, and then come to find out people call them personas, avatars, and blah, blah, blah. So I thought I made this brilliant concept up. But basically, it is taking the qualities of the mob that you're marketing to and distilling them down to a single person, and not even like, oh, age range 35 to 50. No, I want you to think of a 36-year-old woman who has two children i mean very very specific because the more real you can make your target your avatar yeah yeah the more you're going to connect when you're actually writing the copy and that's directly from character studies and acting that's where i came up with that idea and so i, I didn't carry that over into the copywriting I, I think it's um that that deep research and the connection more than anything rapport and conversation, dialogue, those kinds of things that you read in a script, they, they make it more, um, when you carry them over a copy, they're just a lot more 
readable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I've heard that the people like uh, um, who was I thinking of? Uh, I heard that Woody Allen is a former copywriter. Um, and Did not know that. How funny. Uh, Who's I read this somewhere, and who's the nerdy guy out of uh, out of the first original Ghostbusters movies? What's his name? Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. Was He's he a copywriter. A, I'm not sure. These people are probably. Uh, I think they're just copywriters before they they got made made it in Hollywood. Um, and I've heard some other interesting people. So it's interesting to hear, uh, you know, that the the, uh, the the correlations between, um, you know. Because I suppose you, you get into a character as as an actor, and uh, you know um, that that's a very similar process that you do to get into the mind of your of your your target or your avatar when you're writing Absolutely. copy. Yeah, you def definitely do, and I, I do think that gives me a bit of an advantage. Or anybody who who studies arts, uh, I know a lot of copywriters who are musicians too, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, which I find is really interesting. I started playing the drums for about a year and then I moved, uh, I got divorced and got into horses instead. Yeah, but, yeah so uh, 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 probably even a more expensive hobby. Uh, yeah, right? So yeah. true. But the, the thing I feel about um, musicians is that there's a certain rhythm in copy mm. and that, that there's a, that cadence and that they relate to that so yeah yeah that, that's why that's why i always wanted to go to um, a few more of these events in the states because uh because i i played myself you know i'd love to get up on stage with john and and uh, kevin and everyone else <laughs> right <laughs> yeah really what do you play <laughs> guitar okay oh yeah. my god see that's <laughs> funny all copywriters are guitarists <laughs> it's i know or something or yeah. drummers or uh yeah it's I, funny. I did that for years before I ever became a copywriter. So, <laughs> so yeah, there you go. I, yeah. I just found uh, um, something online. There was I knew it was Alec Guinness was one of them. So Sir Alec Guinness, um, uh, Hugh Hefner. I'm just reading from this list online. Um, uh, yeah, Rick Moranis and a few other people. So it's really interesting that they actually wrote copy copy before they made it. Yeah, that really is. That is. I, I had no idea. I yeah. think I need to do an article about that now. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a good article. Morgan, the amazing yeah, uh, actress from Baywatch. I was on Baywatch. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. I think you mentioned it the other day. Yeah. yeah. yeah so tell me, tell me about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. You know, after I had kind of uh, given up on acting, my kids were in a, at, at preschool and they had a fundraiser. And my then husband bought, he, you know, you bid on this auction and he bought me a walk-on for Baywatch. Okay, and cool. So then I went on and they liked me and they, they hired me, they kept having me come back um, to do, it's background work basically. I was just in a bathing suit and, yeah, yeah. you know, playing volleyball. And one time I was in a scene with Andre the Giant that was kind of cool. Oh, he, he was on Baywatch as well. Yeah, he well, on one he was a guest star on the one that one of the ones that I was in. But at okay. any rate, I had given up on acting, right? And then yeah. suddenly I'm working regularly, and um, and then I finally got my Screen Actors Guild card, my SAG card, which is like mm. the hardest thing in the world to actually get. Okay. So when I finally gave up, that's when I started being. <laughs> <successful>. <laughs> Interesting. Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is Andre tall in real in real life? Yes, he, he was enormous. Yeah. He, 
in this particular scene, I had a son and he was, um, Andre was in a cage and he yeah. was like some, yeah. He, uh, just a, a full stereotypical character. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a very deep show. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's fine though. Um, <clears throat> um, what was I going to uh, ask you about as well? Um, you mentioned that the uh, 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 Kevin Rogers copy cheap was a great way to get started um, yeah. as a copywriter. I know that's not open at the moment because uh, even though um, it is for newbies, I'm still waiting for it to <laughs> reopen back up because I missed out last time. But uh, um, what what are some other good ways that uh, um, that you would suggest to get started as a copywriter? Because I, I don't know if you would suggest the Hollywood route for, for all <laughs> new copywriters. That may not. That may be kind of a meandering way to get to copy. Yeah. <laughs> What's the fast track way? The fast track way would would be um, definitely get your chops. You know, learn, take a course. And um, there's a lot of really good ones out there. I have some as well at my site at redhotcopy.com. Yeah, um, I bought one years ago. I can't remember. I have no idea what it is, but it's so it's so long ago. But yeah, I would definitely advise that too. Yeah, I, I think it's, you You definitely want to, it'll give you confidence to, to go through yeah. um, more than one program. I, I don't think yeah. just having one program is, is necessarily the way to go. People, people learn different styles and from different, um, yeah, I agree. Different yeah. Personalities. So I, I think taking more than one course is good. The way I really built my business, like I said earlier, was going to live events and actually mm. meeting people face-to-face -face and and talking with them and even if you don't have to be dynamic you don't have to give them your business card well I guess you probably should want to do that but you don't have to make a huge impression you don't put that much pressure on yourself you just sure you know, yeah be there and be yourself yeah yeah and that's one thing I found about uh, um, going to the defense you know you don't need to be like on you don't need to be um, right you know, uh, a really interesting personality because 99% of the people that I meet at these events, you know, um, they're just uh, friendly and down to work, especially to newbies. So then they know yeah. that, they know that, uh, that, you know, new people coming through doesn't mean less, less money for them. So they're really good. That, that's why, that's one of the other reasons why I keep going to these, these things. I went to the, the States last year and I'm going early next year and, uh, um, so uh, it's about that, that networking and, and uh, uh, for, for me, the events um, are more about the networking than about the education because it's great training from the stage, but, but uh, um, the chance to, to, yeah, to, to hang out and eat and buy his beanery with you and, and Bond and everyone else, that, that's uh -huh. really the highlights for me. Absolutely. It, it's, it's really is. It's important. So um, I think live events, um, it also, there's a lot of Facebook groups where you can be active just yeah, yeah. without leaving your house. I know, you know, you're in Thailand. I have, we have friends in Australia and they're, you know, they're all over the yeah. place. It's not, it's accessible, I know, to, to fly everywhere to go to events and travel. Let's face it, travel is a pain in the butt now. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a little easier here. I think that the, they don't have the restrictions here that they do. Ah, there. there you go. I remember um, 
the first time I had to take off my shoes in the US, and I'm like, why do I have to take off my shoes when I'm going through the wow. security? It's so dumb. It really, <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, let's not even go there. Um, so, uh, what are we talking about? Oh, a mentor. Get a mentor. Yeah, yeah. Um, it can be a little pricey, but boy, it cuts the learning curve so fast. Mm. Otherwise, you, you may end up floundering around for years and years. Whereas if you have somebody to take you by the hand, you're going to get there a lot faster. Um, that's something I do too, is I, I mentor yeah. people. I've been mentored. I'm still mentored. I mean, I think yeah. it's a good, it's just a good lifestyle to mm. have it mm. built into, into your okay. world. Stay, stay on top of it, stay sharp. And sometimes yeah. you, you, it's an echo chamber when you just, see your own writing and see your own stuff all the time and, and you just it's nice to have an outside perspective yeah it is yeah and, and you can buy yourself some speed that way you know um uh and the thing is it's uh, um, a lot easier to make back the money that you invest in a mentor and it's, a, right. and it's an investment than it is that to get back the time you know, it's impossible to get back the time the time the extra years that it would take you to to actually get to the same stage it could be a, a decade that that you're shortcutting. That's that's very true. And you know, there's some. This is not something that I did, but it's something that I would recommend, and something that I wish I had done earlier is to to find a niche that you really like and that you're really passionate about. And um, when you specialize, uh, and I think that's something Dan Kennedy always said at the yeah, beginning, yeah. right? But when you specialize, there's you can charge more. You'll have more confidence. And it, it's really easy to be in the little circles, you know, you're like, oh, Lori writes for the survival niche. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. doing now, which I love. And so now I'm finding more and more clients in that area. And it's delightful. I love it. And <laughs> they're happy. So I think finding a niche is, is desirable. It's not the, you don't have to, but I think it, it does separate you out from <clears throat> all the, there's so much competition now. There's a lot of people, you know, hanging out their shingle, like you said, after reading a single book. So how do you yeah. separate? Yourself? Yeah, yeah, true, true. That's, that's really good advice. It's interesting from your perspective that uh, um, uh, because you have a, you have a niche that that you write to. So um, so yeah, that, that's definitely a, a way that people can shortcut uh, the process to to becoming, wow. you know, um, someone who gets regular work in in that niche rather than just because uh, if you try and you know, like be every everything to everything to everyone, then you end up being uh, nothing to nobody. So that's right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so, um, what about people who um, uh, have been successful uh, without good copy? For instance, I've just taken on a, an e-commerce client who, you know, um, uh, uh, he's done really well uh, in his e-commerce business. Uh, without really having any email copy or, or any particularly good copy on his website, just wow. you know through Google rankings, he he makes good money already. But uh, um, uh, what is what would what would be a, a good step for a, a business owner like that? Well, it's interesting because even though that person sounds really successful, he's leaving money on the table if he's not, um, you know, if he's letting the copy just sort yeah, of yeah. milk toast, right? Yeah, because yeah, so, he's, yeah, he's not a copywriter, so he doesn't know any of this stuff, but uh, he just knows the e-commerce side of things, which has worked for a much more right. point. 
So what I would recommend for business owners like that, like they, they probably don't want to learn to be a copywriter I, because it does take a long time and a lot of dedication. I still believe that every single business owner should have a working knowledge of writing copy because how do you know if it's any good sure. if you hire somebody or if, like this particular example, if he's selling stuff and his copy's not very good. So if he had a working knowledge of it, he'd probably be able to connect to a lot more clients, yeah, even, yeah. make even more money. So yeah, yeah. I would recommend um, if they don't want to become a copywriter, uh, do have a working knowledge of it. But the sort of the cheapest way to do it, I think, is to hire somebody to edit your copy and um, just kind of give it like a, you know, a brush up. Yeah, yeah. Go over and, and just yeah, get an outside opinion and. That's what yeah. I would recommend mostly. Yeah. I, I do think people, even if they're successful, they are leaving money on the table if their copies sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree 100%. And I've seen uh, some of the emails that, that uh, have been written either by him or by people he's hired in the past and, and you know, they wouldn't cut the mustard, you know, in, in our world. Um, right. So I'll be working a lot of that stuff. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's, he's not a, a trained copywriter in any way, so... Um, he's he's smart enough to outsource that that to, that to somebody, which is good. That is good. You know, that's another opportunity for um, newer copywriters or copywriters who are looking for work is to kind of look around and see businesses that could use your help, and then mm. approach them. There's nothing wrong with that, and just telling them uh, you could you could help them. And one of the ways you could do that is to kind of give them sort of a, a free critique, like. Like, you know, drug dealers give you a sample of the drug yeah, yeah. or something. <laughs> so it's sort yeah. of like... Get, get them hooked on your copy. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, give them a few headlines. Like, this this might really ramp up your your sales. And that, a lot of times, will hook them in. Mm. They'll go, like, oh, what else can she do? What else yeah. can you do? Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, if this is true, I heard that, uh, that uh, uh, Jay Abraham um, built up a name for himself by reactivating people's uh, people's old direct mail lists and you know he'd send out he'd uh, find someone with a list and send out the offer and get paid basically on on the results of that campaign so that that's what he did early in his career right that's yeah there you go it never gets old <laughs> you can yeah, always learn true. from the guys yeah. who've been around forever <laughs> yeah so um <clears throat> who is the uh the funniest or the weirdest or the most quirky copywriter that you've known in the industry? I I know so many who are weird and quirky. Yeah. Um, and something that you can reveal, like, on this, because this is being recorded right now, so. Yeah, I know, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm, I'm trying not to, <laughs> not to pinpoint anybody in particular. But I'll tell you the strangest um, group of copywriters that I've run into is the, uh, the seduction community they're the ones who they peacock right so they dress yeah. up in like big hats and glasses and shiny pants or or whatever that and you go who is that but they're they're you know they're doing it to to get attention and they do and it's funny i i met a couple of i wouldn't call them copywriters but to give them credit they were studying they went to John Carlton's event. Yeah. They were um, 
two of the guys who were in oh, what's Neil Strauss's book, the, um, the Game, the game. right? Yeah. So two of those guys were at John Carlton's. And they, didn't, they weren't peacocking. They were just kind of, actually, they're kind of gross. They're kind of yeah. like greasy and, and not, you know, yeah. attractive and yeah. kind of shy. But what was interesting was I, at a break, John had like snacks and, and a bar and stuff. And I saw them, I, they were, I knew enough of the seduction techniques to know what they were doing. Yeah. But I, I, I literally saw them like block me off from everybody else, neg me, you know, where they say something negative about your, like you have something in your teeth or something to make you self-conscious and take, take you off your guard. So I saw him like throwing all this stuff at me and going, this is actually, this would work. This pisses me <laughs> off. So I remember that. Um, even though I knew what was going on. But at, at any rate, I, I wouldn't really call them copywriters. But I think the seduction community in general, yeah. because they, they're so flamboyant, mm. um, quirky is, they, they definitely fit that. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't had much contact with them, so I, I wasn't sure. It's really interesting insight, yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. Um, they're, they're definitely, what's really cool about copywriters, I think, is that they, they have a lot of personality. And not necessarily like they're super social or, or gregarious, but they, they tend to have um, a good sense of humor. Mm. And they laugh a lot. I don't know if you notice that. Do you see? Maybe it's just the people that I hang out with. But. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like some of, some of the guys. I mean, Kevin Rogers is one of the prime examples of that, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, and just, um, I think when you use your words a lot, you're you tend to be kind of witty, and yeah. uh, a little irreverent. Yeah, yeah. A little jaded, maybe, but. <laughs> but um, well. Dan, when I was learning copywriting, Dan Kennedy was one of the, the, the funniest guys. Uh, um, you know, you know he, he, he's re he had that, uh, that sense of humor that, that, uh, that I really enjoyed. So. Absolutely. But he has this persona of being really gruff and, yeah, yeah. you know, you can't talk to him, and, which I understand why. Otherwise, he'd be bombarded all the time. But, yeah, true. Uh, He's he's not really like that. He's very he's just a softy, <laughs> and he's yeah. very funny. Yeah, yeah, he's one of the funniest. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah. So, um, what about uh, let's go back to the uh, beginner copywriters again because it's important, like you said, to get to get a mentor and um, and uh, I know it's it's uh, it's uh, it's a big step to actually hire a mentor, but. What else can somebody do if they wanted to learn more from you and uh, and find out about about your trainings and about how you can help a, a new copywriter? Well, um, basically, just go to my site at redhotcopy.com, and um, there there's ways to contact me there. And I read all my emails. I I haven't right now. I'm teaching John Carlton's simple writing system. Um, it, not my own course right now, yeah, but yeah. I, I probably will teach my own course again probably next year. But I do, if, if someone's interested in one-on-one -on -one stuff, um, I definitely have that available too. Mm -hmm. uh, it's probably not as expensive as you think. And like you said, yeah. it's investment. 
in yeah, your yeah. education and, and it does shortcut a lot of pitfalls. So For sure, yeah. yeah. I'll definitely advise somebody to do that. But certainly um, to go to redhotcoffee.com and, and check you out. The uh, simple writing system, is that still um, is that still open now or is that closed off? No, it's it's in right in the middle of it right now. So unfortunately it's not you can keep your eyes open though because yeah. it, it's a really good system. Yeah, it comes up. It comes out now and then, so it opens up. So yeah. in the meantime, there's plenty of stuff at redhotcoffee.com. So everyone should definitely go there and check that out. Thank you. I'm sorry this is so dark. It's getting darker. going down. The audio is the important part, but I can still see you. So okay. Um, uh, I appreciate your time today. Uh, I know you're, you're busy and you've had to um, make arrangements to, to get on this call. So I really appreciate that. Um, so all, the, all the insights that you've you've given us uh, are really interesting, and uh, and uh, uh, extremely valuable for any copywriter. So thank you for that, and uh, we will talk again soon. Absolutely, Brian. Thank you. Thanks. I it was a lot of fun. I'll talk to yeah. you soon. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Geniuses of Copywriting with Brian Casagina. To get the full transcript and all the resources mentioned on today's show, go to www.geniusesofcopywriting.com now.